Welcome to the Corporate Survivor Podcast, where we talk about how to grow your career confidence, build your skills and value, increase your salary, and the many lessons we learn in the corporate world. For more career support, click on over to www.mayping.com. This is Mayping, your corporate leader turned career coach. I hope you enjoy, like, and subscribe. Hello, 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 and welcome to today's day one of my 30-day careers live stream challenge and the inspiration behind this very special 30-day challenge which I'm going to do for the entire of May 2022 is I have been looking around social media a lot, not just LinkedIn but YouTube, um, TikTok, Instagram and so many other social media and what I found is very interesting conversations, very interesting career advice. Some are quote-unquote career advice um, that I thought were really interesting and I really want to use this 30-day live stream challenge to tackle some of the interesting conversations that I've seen on different platforms but also to maybe give you guys some perspective on kind of like what's real and what's not real um, in terms of the advice that you find a lot on social media. The other thing also I want to use this um, 30-day live stream challenge series to also share some additional perspectives with you all. So if you all have been like following me on LinkedIn for some time, you all know that I, I share a lot of posts. And I think that right now, there's just so much happening on like different platforms. A lot of it, I find that it's sort of like buried down. Sometimes the really good advice, the real things I want to share with you guys are disappearing, <laughs> disappearing in the feed, which I think is a bit of a shame. So let's do the, the live stream and... If you can't stay to the end of the live, it's okay. I'll make sure all the recording will go up on my YouTube as well as on my Spotify so that you can replay it later on. Okay, so let's begin. Today's topic, I actually wanted to talk about working hard versus working smart. Which do you think is more important? If you could only like choose one, would you choose to work hard or would you choose to work smart? The general consensus that I'm hearing from a lot of people is that, oh yeah, you know, you need to you need to learn how to work smart. Like my boss is telling me to work smart. Everybody's saying that I shouldn't be wasting time working hard because people who work hard apparently don't get the same opportunities. Well, kind of an interesting comment, but I, I would almost challenge you to think about which millionaire or billionaire that you really admire out there um, who did not work hard or rather didn't start by working hard. And today's topic also also is um, inspired by one of the TikTok posts that I did. So in case you guys don't know, like I recently started posting a lot of quotes on TikTok. So there was this one like particular one that gained a lot of traction. And this is the quote. So let, let me sort of like bring it up. So I'm not sure you can see it on my screen if you're watching live. But I basically said, if you try to work smart before learning how to work hard, you'll likely find shortcuts that can hurt your long-term career success. What does that mean? Does that make sense to you? There were a few people who, you know, commented and, you know, some people agreed, some people didn't get this, some people disagreed, which is, which is fine, right? The, so maybe I can share a bit of my perspective on like why I think you should learn how to work hard first, then learn how to work smart. So now I'm not saying that, you know, we all shouldn't work smart. So obviously working... 
obviously working smart, right? Becoming very efficient and effective in what you do is really, really important. Like, don't, don't get me wrong. Super important. But I find, and it could be, mm, I want to be very, very careful with my words right now. Um, the younger generation, so I'm not saying like, you know, Gen Z or anything, but just um, maybe people nowadays. Yeah, I think that's a better word. Like people nowadays have very short attention spans. And if you like, go around social media, you'll notice that everybody's talking about the shortcuts, the magic hacks, the quick fixes. What is the fastest way to do, I don't know, A, B, C, D, E? Like you can get results in 24 hours, you can fly in 24 hours or whatever. Um, the problem with that is what's missing is context. C-O-N-T-E-X-T, context. Now, when everything is like diluted, right? Like squeezed into something that is supposedly simple, if you are missing context, right, it actually hurts your understanding of a certain thing or a, a certain process or a certain piece of knowledge or, yeah, <laughs> a certain piece of, pro uh, yeah, the knowledge, the process and like actually how the jigsaw puzzle is connected together. Now, if you don't start by working hard, and when I say working hard, I'm not saying that you know you don't sleep or you work 24 ever, 24 hours or anything, but it's about have you spent enough time to learn the nitty-gritty, learn how everything is connected, right? How everything is connected, the relevant details, you know, that forms every part of the, you know, whatever process that you are in charge of, like whatever, you know, perf uh, performance goals or KPIs that you, you are in charge of. And learning how to do everything correctly. Learning how, and rather, how some things are designed so that you can make sure that like when you're trying to become efficient, when you're trying to implement shortcuts, you understand the main objective of why certain things need to be done in a certain way. And of course, right, we can find more efficient ways, faster ways, but making sure that you do not lose the intention of doing something. Now, I am like, super ballastic over this because I speak to a lot of people um, and I find that the, you know, what I really, really hate, right? And, and you can agree or disagree with me. Um, what I really hate is um, people who tell me that, oh, my thing is already done. Like, it doesn't matter. It, it, it's already done. Now, let's define done because if you're taking a shortcut to try to achieve the outcome, but you don't actually know what is the... Um, the main goal, right? What actually are we trying to achieve? Or you are skipping steps and these steps may be necessary maybe for the next phase that you're not aware of. Obviously, depending on how senior you are in the company, you may or may not have access to why certain pieces of work is needed and how your boss or how your clients or your partners is going to use it. So realize that like applying shortcuts, trying to be a creative Applying shortcuts, right, without a clear idea on how is everything's designed, how the jigsaw puzzle is connected, like basically how your work co correlates with your boss's work, your um, other department's work, or maybe like client projects or whatever, could actually be very detrimental in your career. Think about it. Think about it. Think about it. Now, I'm going to give you guys another formula, right? And this is a formula that I truly believe in. It's called, it's, it's kind of a three-part formula. First part is work hard. After you learn how to work hard, you learn how to work smart. Then you learn how to network smart because if nobody knows who you are, like it doesn't matter, you work hard, work smart, like no point. <laughs> there is like really, really, really no point. 
So the thing to really consider is if you find yourself wanting to do something fast, okay, you are very efficient, awesome. But are you effective? Doesn't mean that that piece of work, right, it's well done. Or do you have to keep coming back to it and fix it, redo it, and making the whole world annoyed with you and really hurting your reputation along the way? This is something that I have personally experienced a lot, you know, not just as a corporate leader working with people who are like that. I think at the beginning of my career, I was not exactly a very detailed person. I just tried to like do something fast and as long as it's done, I think that, oh yeah, it's already done. Like what else do you want? That sort of feeling. But gradually over the years, I learned that, oh, actually it's a really bad thing because if you don't know the enough details, then it's very difficult to make a decision on what's important. If you don't know how everything is integrated and you also don't know, right, how one thing leads to the other. So actually, right, it will also affect your decision making later on. I mean, has, has that been your experience? Are you also feeling the same? I mean, do you prioritize working hard or do you prioritize working smart? Or you're not even sure, you know, of anything that I'm saying right now or um, you're just, you know, going with the flow which is probably okay too, um, depending on what your career goal is. So food for thought. Um, I'd really like to hear from you guys who are joining live. Um, what do you think? How do you approach working hard or working smart? Do you work hard or do you work smart? Do you work hard or do you work smart? Yes. Yes. Ah, there, there's one other story that I also wanted to share, right? Recently, I have had, um, I'll say fresh graduates or very junior executives um, join my signature program, which is the Corporate Survivor. It's an online course that has a bonus one-on-one -on -one coaching session. And I noticed a trend um, when talking to these fresh graduates or those, you know, working for less than a year is the intention of wanting to do things fast, wanting to impress because personal branding is like a big thing right now. So the question that I get asked in like our one-on-one -on -one sessions that, oh, Miping, so how can I, I do things faster? How can I try to impress my boss? How can I, um, how, can do, how can I do all these fancy things, right? So I'll be noticed. Now, again, right, it kind of comes back to the quote, as I said, right? If you, if you don't put in the effort to work hard, and by, by what I mean by working hard is understanding the team culture, understanding the company culture, understanding your actual KPIs, understanding people, understanding corporate dynamics, understanding the corporate world, learning your soft skills, then um, how are you going to impress if you don't have anything to impress? Does that, does that make sense? Um, so by wanting to jump directly into the impress mode, actually you may be doing yourself a disservice if you, know, you are telling some success story and then what if your boss or your client starts asking you something a little bit more detailed that you skipped? You skipped because you thought it was not important because that if you've only been you know, in the role for maybe less than a year or so, you may not necessarily know the end-to-end. -end. I mean, of course, you know, unless you um, actively looked into that, but I think based on like, a lot of clients that I've spoken to and a lot of like 9 to 5 professionals that I meet, who are a little bit younger, I find that the understanding of the corporate world is not very complete. And again, the 
the era of instant gratification, I must have the answer now, you know. I, you know, I need to impress, I need to whatever, whatever, personal branding, blah, blah, blah. It can kind of hurt you in the long run. Because if you gradually are identified as someone who works smart, you deliver pieces of work that needs a lot of you know, rework, somebody else needs to fix your <laughs> errors, that is naturally not a good reputation for yourself. So both work hard, work smart may need to come hand in hand, obviously including the third element that I told you just now, which is network smart. So work hard, work smart, then network smart. So it's kind of like the, the people, the personal branding actually is the third part, right? So the first part, Work hard, work smart is all about mindset, culture, understanding people, understanding soft skills, you know, productivity, communication, relationship building, KPI, da, da, da. Then the third element, you then can do, do your networking. You can start developing your personal branding, executive presence, professional reputation, whatever you want to call it. It's the same thing. It's to create more opportunities for yourself. But you can only do it if you start with the right mindset and then you have gained the skill set so that your reputation is going to be solid. I mean, unless you want to be known as someone who, um, who talks a good talk but can't actually do the work, which is not a great reputation to have. Would you agree? Okay, um, I'm going to have a look at some of the comments here. So thanks, guys, for joining in live. So today is um, Labor Day. And that's really one of the reasons why I wanted to talk about work hard and work smart because this morning some, I had like two clients who texted me saying that they had to work today and they're very unhappy. So... Um, <laughs> are you guys working today or like not working today? Let me know in the comments. Okay, so let me say hi to a few people. Thanks so much for joining live. This is a 30-day live stream challenge where I'm going to answer interesting career questions or career advice or career perspectives that I pretty much come across on social media, stuff that are being talked about, whether I agree, disagree, maybe some bad advice that I see online. So maybe that's uh, some of the things that we are looking to tackle as well. So go live on um, 9 o'clock, GMT plus 8, every single day in May. So if you have any specific advice that you came across on social media and then you wonder whether, hey, like, is this right? Is this wrong? Like, maybe what do you think? Send me a DM on LinkedIn. Then, yeah, maybe I'll, I'll talk about a topic in one of the live streams. <laughs> one of the days in May. Okay. Hey, Darpan. Nice to see you. Hey, Chunfei. Nice to see you too. Minghui, always good to see you. Ah, right. So now I see a very interesting comment, right? Working smart and be known to the bosses. Yeah. So this is the part around work smart and network smart, right? Be getting visible. Now, like I said, the, the missing part to this, right, is... Um, working hard, making sure that you know how everything is connected before you optimize, then you get recognized. So that's why even in my program right now, three-step framework, right? The first step is getting clear on the corporate world. Like if you are not even clear, it's going to be very difficult to get efficient. It's going to be um, not so effective if you are not picking the right skills to upskill, if you get what I'm saying. Like, if you don't know what your skills get are, you don't know what you are bad at, then how are you going to fix something that you don't know, right? If you have a lot of blind spots, then uh, how can you fix something that you cannot see? How can you fix something that you don't even know is important, okay? Okay, hi, Tari. Thanks so much for joining. 
Now, let's look at another quick comment here. If we can choose to have both at the same time, can it be doable? Of course, um, I would say any boss would love a hardworking, um, a hardworking employee, right? But you know, I always believe that if you choose to work hard and like work hard perpetually, right? And when I say perpetually, you know, probably for a prolonged period of time that a lot of people may consider crazy or may consider toxic, but it really depends on like what your career goal is. And I'll give you guys a very, um, I'll give you guys a, a personal example over here. So when I, when I first joined Standard Chartered in 20... 15? Yeah, 2015. Initially, I joined as a senior executive and I think a lot of people don't know this. If you look at my job title on LinkedIn, it's the head of governance um, at Standard Chartered. But when I first joined Standard Chartered Bank in 2015, March, I actually joined as a senior executive. But within three months, there was an internal opening within like the sister team that reported to the same um, executive director and, and I was actually recommended to apply for the job, even though the job was like literally two, three ranks above where I was at that time. So I thought about it a lot and eventually I decided to apply, but jumping in, right, knowing that I have to work very hard because that was my first, of, you know, that was my first official banking job and I was in, I was in the bank for less than three months and then it's a completely new um new position because I was in a, in a team that was completely new. We were fixing some regulatory commitments. So that's as much as I can say because a lot of it is actually PNC. So it was a completely new team and within three months, I had to transition to the manager position and me lacking knowledge, like detailed knowledge in banking. And even though I had like AML, knowledge and so forth, right? I did regulatory compliance, but it was probably not enough at that time. So I jumped into it with my eyes wide open, like please do something with your eyes wide open. And like I knew at that time that working hard is like the baseline. If I am not ready to work hard, I shouldn't do it because there is no way that it's going to be easy. It was already chaotic from the beginning, even as a senior executive, it was pretty chaotic just to manage Asia, Asia Pacific. And now we're going to talk about like global, dealing with 43 countries. And I told myself that it's going to be crazy. But what is the growth opportunity? For me, enormous. Because for somebody as young as me, at that time, I was maybe, maybe 26, I can't remember. So for somebody so young as myself, to have a seat at the table with the executive directors, with the managing directors in a global team, as Standard Chartered, I felt that that was not an opportunity that will come again. I, I just knew that. I mean, like you guys know banking, right? It's very hierarchical. So um, if you agree with me, let me know. So it's very hierarchical. It's not very easy to really get close to the important people, <laughs> for lack of a better word. And I felt that that role, even though, you know, it was, it was pretty crazy. I, I knew even before diving into it, it was going to be crazy. Obviously, you know, after I went in, I realized it was even crazier than I thought, which was worse. Um, so I almost say that, yeah, baseline, you, are, you should be willing to work hard, especially if you are looking for career growth or you are making a career change. Like you're not going to magically jump into another job, another career, right? Being able to do everything like, like magic, like it just doesn't work like that. So, yeah, so... Focus on building strong foundations first. Then after that, you can then work smart. 
you should learn how to be efficient. You should learn how to be effective. But I'd say that if your workload is crazy, right, both needs to run concurrently. Otherwise, you are going to drown. Otherwise, you're going to drown. You're, 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 you're probably going to just give up. So at that time, I was managing a project that has like, basically was a piece of regulatory commitment that had 60 projects, some of which I had to run, some I had to oversee, and I only dealt with very, very senior people. So it was a it was chaos. Chaos is an understatement. That's, again, that is as much as I can say because a lot of things is PNC. A lot of things are behind the wall. I can't share. So it's pretty, it was pretty crazy. And as I went along, the hard work, right, was like mo moving from like one objective or one priority to the other. So after one, you know, learning it end to end, I optimize it, I move to the next one. Hard work, optimize. And then the next one, hard work, optimize. It was pretty, it was pretty crazy, but this is how you learn and how you learn fast if you are very ambitious. So even up to today, a lot of people ask me, how did you make it to the top? You, you seem really young for somebody who has held such a senior position in banking. And I think, yeah, I do feel quite young, but a lot of the learning that I did was through blood, sweat and tears. The, the times that you guys are enjoying Christmas, enjoying the New Year's, like year-end holiday, I had none of that for years for years but you know you choose right what is important to you like i can't tell you right whether that career goal is worth it or not i can't tell you whether that career goal, growth is something that you should go for but i can help you process your thoughts and process your options but i can't say that you should or shouldn't do it because at the end of the day like i can be your coach i can work with you one-on-one -on -one, or i can work with you through a program but i am not there with you next to you when you're doing your job every day so at the end of the day, like whatever external motivation that you get from people, um, you need to remember that actually you are the one who's going to do the work. So hopefully I've answered your question. I know it's a very long, it's a very long-winded one, but that's really truly how I feel about it. Okay, so <clears throat> let's move on. Okay, agree with you. We need to work hard first and then work smart and then networking. Absolutely. Now I want to share another thing with you all, and I think this is something I'm seeing very common as well, and that's the expectation versus reality at the workplace on around um, work responsibilities that's actually creating a lot of frustrations and why a lot of people are actually resigning um, right now or feeling unhappy at work. Expectation versus reality problems. Now, if you go in, right, expecting everything to be hunky-dory, you know, the culture is going to be the same, everything is going to be the same, you can just apply your past formula for success, whatever that you're doing in your previous job, to this current job. I'm just going to tell you right now that doesn't doesn't work. I almost say that for every new job, you need to work like twice as hard as compared to like your old job. That's because there's a very steep learning curve, right? Like you don't know what you don't know. It's a new company, it's a new team, it's a new department, it's maybe even a new industry as well. So if you're not ready to work hard, right? Life is going to be tough at this workplace, honestly, honestly. That there is no like, you know, shortcuts, yeah, maybe, maybe. Once you have mastered, you have all these soft skills, you understand people dynamics. So it's just the whole shebang thing that um, I do cover step-by-step step in my online course, the Corporate Survivor. But having said that, right, um, it does take a while to develop the skill and it also does take a while for you to continue to get better at it. Like, I don't really believe in the magic pill. And a lot of times I tell my clients, I also tell my students, like, if you expect <laughs> magic to happen overnight, I, you know, I'm I'm not the I'm not the coach for you because like I'm a very practical, strategic and realistic person. I can tell you what it is, 
and kind of help you through. But a lot of the inner motivation, like you need to, you know, get clear on what you want also. Like that, there's a lot of like self-discovery and self-reflection that you also need to do on your own. I can help you, I can help guide you there. But honestly, nobody can make that decision for you. Okay. Hello, Marco. Good to see you again. And the other comment I'm seeing is um, one important thing is to manage office politics. Now, office politics, right, is one of those things that gets very bad press. And I know of a lot of people who come to me and say that, oh, Ping, I'm very afraid to move to a new company or move to a bigger company or MNC because I'm afraid of the people of the office politics. Now, I'm going to share with you guys, right, a completely different perspective on how to think about office politics. And it's an important one because, like, you know, you can be very good at your job. You can work hard and work smart. If you can't deal with the office politics, like, it doesn't work. It also hurts your, your opportunities and so forth. Now, the real secret around office politics, right, actually is understanding people. Because um, guess who is creating the office politics? People. As I always say, right, drama is created by people. Good stuff, the bad stuff, it all starts from the, 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 the gossip, right? The stuff that you know he or she is, he said, she said, who told who, blah, blah, blah. So the secret to office politics actually is understanding people. So I, you know, over the years, many people also ask me, maybe, is, is there any one skill that is the most important skill? There are many. Obviously, you know, if you go to google.com, you probably find like thousands of skills that, you know, everybody needs to upskill, blah, blah, blah. But I think there's one thing. There's one thing that I'm actually really, really good at, which a lot of people are not good at. And that is actually understanding myself. Understanding personality, the end-to-end, -end, and how to apply, how do I use my personality strengths and weakness to be able to communicate and work with different people and apply it to multiple areas at my work, um, you know, for my work. Obviously, that's something now I teach in detail in my course, but self-awareness and self-assessment, so important. If you actually understand how you behave and you understand how other people behave, you are really the most powerful person at work. You may not realize it, but it's very powerful. Once you start realizing that, ah, it starts with me, starts with me, then you see that behavior, not just in you, but you see, you are able to recognize behavior in other people, almost like magically almost be able to predict how a certain person is going to behave. Yeah, it sounds a bit technical, a bit woo-woo right now, but it's, it's actually what I've been using for a long time. So it's something that you can actually train. Um, yeah, but I, I say start with that. You, you shouldn't underestimate how powerful self-awareness and self-assessment is. Very powerful. Okay. Hi, Tekwai. Nice to see you here. So I have another question. So let's see. What's the reasonable time frame to learn how to work hard, then work smart, and finally network smart? Okay, now, time frame, right, obviously depends on what kind of role that you're doing, right? Exactly what you're doing, the kind of company, and so forth. But generally, I will say probably two to three months. So basically, that probation period that you're in, that should be the time that you, you master everything within three months. Maybe not master, but start making headway in three months. So I say two, two to three months. So for this particular question, 
maybe I can share with you what I actually teach in my program, um, The Corporate Survivor. So it's a three-step framework to help you get clear, get confident and get visible. So the first part, getting clear, is all about understanding the corporate world. How do you fit in the corporate jigsaw puzzle and how do you work with people? So how do you identify the people who are most important to you so that you understand people dynamic first? Like I said, you understand company dynamics, company culture, then people dynamics. Then after that, once you, you're kind of clear on that, you already know which part you need to work hard on, right? And the culture part, the people part are hurdles that you need to get through. With probably within the first month. Then you move into like between the first or second month where you now need to start to work smart. Now that you have your KPIs, you know what to do, then you need to start, okay, all the communication skills, you know, productivity, you know, being efficient in meetings, completing your work on time, da da da, da. So all those, like as you start doing the work and understanding the bigger goal will allow you to start working smarter. And obviously, you know, if you follow whatever I teach, which is making sure like you do the progress updates in the right way and saying the right things and so forth, it's going to help you um, become more efficient and be able to work smarter, even, even faster and everything else. And finally, once you have your mindset done, then you start developing skill set or able to meet the baseline skill set of the job. Then only in maybe between the second or third month, then you can start networking. So networking will be you know, internal stakeholders, external clients, and so forth. Because by that time, right, if you do the first two phases, phase one and phase two, step one, step two correctly, then you would have already established a pretty good reputation for yourself. So you should feel fairly confident and fairly proud to, you know, share about yourself and like speak up and network with um, internal as well as external stakeholders. So I say like all in all, is about maybe two to three months if you really want to do it right and do it fast and given that you know really put in a lot of effort but it really depends that some people actually do take a lot of time as well so it really depends um de depends on your situation like i said the size of the company a few things here and there may also impact that but currently my course is recommended for like 90 days but there are some clients who finish it in 30 days there are some clients who are like taking three to six months and that's probably okay so how i've answered your question Okay, right. So the time frame I've said, shared earlier, right? You know, setting a target. It really depends on like to what extent you want to um, you want to upskill as well. So depends on the scope. <laughs> but uh, for my framework, I normally recommend about two to three months should be should be more than enough time. So today is the first live stream my of my thirty day careers live stream challenge. So maybe tell me what have you. What have you maybe learned or take away from today's very quick sharing? Drop it in the comments. Um, we'd love to really, really hear from you. So yeah, let me know in the comments. Um, work hard, work smart. Did my sharing today give you a little bit more perspective on what to think about or maybe what to focus on? What did you learn from today's sharing? Let me know in the comments. That would be really great. So a few more, um, a few more quick things as well. So for... Um, those of you who are asking me how do I how do I make a career change and like how do I better navigate my workplace? Um, you can go to this free training at www.growyourcorporatecareer.com. So this is actually the six-step career planning training that I have been running since 2021 to thousands of people. And in case you missed the live trainings last month in April, this is the pre-recorded version that you can go through. So I highly recommend that if you are a job seeker, 
make sure you play, play, uh, pay particular focus on step one to four, one, two, three, and four that I'm going to cover in this training because it's going to be very helpful for you. Or if you're somebody who wants to do better at your work, pay particular attention to step five and six. That's going to be super relevant for you in the corporate world. So you can check it out. Um, you can check out the link here or it's also on my LinkedIn profile, like right on top of it. So you can sign up to this one. Uh, hopefully it gives you a bit more perspective on you know, the step-by-step -step and maybe some things that you might be missing. So this also covers the three steps that I was telling, um, I telling one of you guys earlier. So this will, this will give you a little bit more perspective on what's what. Then for those of you asking me about the program details, you can actually go to the www.thecorporatesurvivor.co. In there, I have like a, probably like a five-minute video that I kind of actually walked through the steps that I was telling you earlier in terms of like what is in corporate culture, what is in people, what is in soft skills and what is in the networking portion as well. So there's like a, I think it's a five-minute video. So you can go to this link and like scroll down and then click play and then you can, you are able to see it. Okay, so thank you so much for joining today. Um, super duper appreciate it. And this is a live stream that, I, that will go live at 9 o'clock, Malaysia, Singapore, Hong Kong time. GMT plus eight for all of May. So every day in May, I'll go live at this time. And if you miss the live version, you can watch the pre uh, you can watch the recorded version. I'm gonna upload it on YouTube or Spotify as well. So if you haven't subscribed or followed me on Spotify or YouTube, um, just search Maping. I'm sure I will come up. So just uh, subscribe over there. If you have like um a question you want to ask or some topics that you came across on social media on careers that you're not really sure is this good advice bad advice and you want me to share a little bit more with you guys drop me a, drop me a dm i'm i'm open to any suggestions because you know it's 30 days today is only like day one right so um the topic of the day um will be published probably about lunchtime every day so by lunchtime keep a lookout for the post um like subscribe you know like um like set reminders or yeah, you can just come on LinkedIn at like 9 o'clock GMT plus 8 and then I'll see you guys tomorrow. Okay? Thanks so much for joining and I'll see you guys tomorrow. All right, bye-bye.